Welcome to the Dairy Free Daisy podcast. My name is Daisy and this is my producer, Connor. Hello. Today we're going to be diving into the world of dairy free butter, which is another dairy free staple because I believe in our last episode we talked about ice cream, which yes. I think is a staple. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about butter, which is something that I think we all use on a daily basis, be that on your morning toast or crumpet sandwiches at lunch cooking frying baking it's just a very versatile product and it's essential to have in your dairy free fridge yes i think butter butter or cheese are what i use most out of all the dairy free or out of all the dairy products um sandwiches sandwiches mostly yeah they're true dairy free staples maybe more so than ice cream i guess yeah i well, yeah, possibly. Possibly more used than ice cream. Um, but I did have a question before we moved on with the episode. So this was my pressing question. What is a dairy-free butter? Because I was looking into this personally, and there didn't seem to be much difference between a dairy-free butter, a margarine, or a spread. Well, a lot of the margarine and spreads can have lactose, whey buttermilk in them which obviously are all dairy products and not suitable for people with a dairy allergy or intolerance so you can find some without those which is great i think that i can't believe it's not butter recently removed the buttermilk from their recipe so it is now a certified vegan friendly product so there there's definitely some changes happening within that but there are still a lot of margarines and spreads that do contain dairy so you have to be really careful there, def- there definitely are some. The one that we've got in our fridge is Utterly Butterly, and that has buttermilk in it, which right, is, yes, which is a, um, a byproduct of the process. Um, but Which think- I imagine makes it more creamy, right? That's why they put it in there. It gives it more of that kind of smooth, buttery consistency. I'm not sure. I'm not sure because we alternate. We alternate between utterly butterly. We've had flora before, which yeah. which all the floras, I believe, even the original one, don't have butter products in. Double check on that because I know they do two or three things, but I'm sure when I was looking into yeah. this, the original flora didn't have, was vegan certified. And the same for... Um, Utterly, utterly, whichever one. There's utterly. I can't butterly, believe it's not butter. And I can't believe it's not butter. I can't believe. Yeah, they're the ones. That's it. I can't believe it's not butter. Also, did was vegan certified. Yeah, they've just removed the de- the buttermilk from their recipe. Right. So they had the same, like not the same, but obviously they had a similar recipe to utterly butterly, but they've removed so, that, so it's now vegan. So, You're right about flora lighter. And flora, there's a flora plant-based range. Um, I think flora original, though, is also vegan. Right, okay. I think you could be right. Maybe we should I, check. We, sh- we should probably uh, have have a look. but Because um... a lot of the margarines and spreads are sort of oil-based. Well, th- like this vegetable was Vegetable fat products yeah it says original dairy free 100 plant-based vegan certified but then flora um, do one called buttery spread which they include that which has buttermilk in it 
Okay, so this is this is exactly what I was saying. So yeah, you can get margarines and spreads, but you do have to turn them around, properly read the ingredients, um, and check for may contain one in, in accordance to your allergy. Yeah. Because some of them have dairy in and some of them don't. So it's a very difficult line. I think it's a good bet to look out for ones that are, have the vegan certified logo on or that say they're plant-based on them. That's always a good a good move. And then, of course, there's so there's the margarines and spreads and then there's the what I would call more of a, a butter alternative. So then they're not trying to be a margarine, they're trying to be a butter, which means you're more likely to get that nice buttery flavour. Um, I've talked before about a brand called Naturally and they, for me, that is the best of of the dairy-free butters. Like we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about them a bit later on in the episode, but to me, they fall into a, a butter alternative category as opposed to a margarine and spread whereas if you look at the ingredients yeah it might be um oil based and more towards a margarine but they've gone for that sort of buttery salty flavor that you don't get with a lot of margarines how do they do it though because they've all got they've all these things are just based around oil right i guess usually sunflower oil or some sort of plant oil the... So a lot of them are the sunflower oil, you're right. Um, but like, so the naturally one, I believe, is like coconut, shea butter, almond and rapeseed. So it's a real different mix compared to some of the other brands. I think I'd have to A and B them. Are you sure that this taste, that the consistency is, is very different? Not the consistency, no, the flavour. So like the naturally... The naturally butter, the naturally vegan spreadable and the flora plant-based salted spreadable, mm-hmm. to me, they tick the... Like, if I have either of those in my fridge, I'll happily have it on a crumpet just with the butter and I won't know the difference because it is that good. Naturally, is just that bit better than the flora plant butter, um, but... They're both still good options. Whereas if I have like the Flora Light mm-hmm. or Flora, Flora Original, it doesn't have that buttery flavour to me. Okay. Um, personally, that's what I think. And then there's other ones like there's um there's a brand called Pure, which I buy from time to time because I you know I like to buy what's on offer. Um, I think the Pure one is good for baking, and they have a Pure Olive, which it. It's not a buttery flavour to me. It doesn't taste bad on a crumpet or a slice of toast, but it's not a buttery... I don't feel like I'm having that butter experience. And I, I loved butter before, or as I, maybe even as I was cutting out dairy, it was definitely at the bottom of the list for cutting out because I thought, oh, it's not a major issue. It turned out it was longer term. Um, but I like, yeah, I like a good quality salty butter i like that flavor so yeah so there are lots of margarines and spreads that are dairy free however you've got to be careful you've got to read the ingredients because there are also a lot that aren't um and up until the last few years there weren't in my opinion uh dairy free butters that tasted like butter but now we've got a good few contenders for that which i think is great um because when you switch into dairy if 
if you normally have butter, it's nice to be able to find a good alternative, like a dupe for your your favourite butter. Yeah, I I I I guess I fully don't I don't fully understand it because I think we've always had margarines and spreads. I've used butter when cooking in a frying pan, but I yeah. think I think in our fridge we've naturally just had, you know, flora or what any any other margarine or spread. Um and then and then when I came down to visit you, me and your your husband went out to um find get a dairy free butter from the shop. We bought one, it wasn't on offer, it was what I would call slightly more expensive than the other things on the shelf. I went back, I googled it, and it all seemed to have the same ingredients in. So I was like, what's what what's what's going on what's the difference between them yeah it just seems well the one that you picked is is a really nice one so that was the flora plant butter spreadable yes and i didn't know until you you guys bought it that they had a a spreadable version so i'd only had the block versions before which i'd use for baking um but yeah so i've used this i've been i'm using this on toast and sandwiches at the moment and i think it tastes really good um it tastes better than some of the other ones that I've had. I think if you're someone who not nat- has naturally had margarine or spread in the fridge, you might not be bothered to find that butter flavour like other people would be interested in doing, like I was. You know, I tried all the different dairy-free butters until I found the perfect one for my morning buttery crumpet. Well, let's talk about the vegan butters then. Let's talk about what options there are and what their bases are and and what you what you think about them. I think that's a good segue if we do that. Okay. So the flora the flora plant butter that that we bought the other week. What do you think of that? So you bought the spreadable version which I think is really nice. It works perfect on toast and uh crumpets, sandwiches, um but it also works well in baking but i would buy the block version so you can buy a a more solid block version so when you take that out of the fridge it's not super soft straight away like the spreadable and that's really good for baking i actually really like making buttercream with that what's the difference between those two are they this how do they make one Well, when you take the spreadable one out of the fridge it's soft and easy to spread on your toast whereas if you take that block one out you're not going to be able to spread that on your toast straight away. You have to let that soften, get to room temperature. Um, but how how is how is one spreadable? Don't they have the same thing? It same ingredients in. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I have until this moment. I have not really thought about the science behind why one is spreadable. I have purely thought about the flavour. Do they work like a normal butter would work in terms of making pastry, making cookies, buttercream? Um, and which one is best for those things? That's what crosses my mind when we can see how our minds work differently. But I, <laughs> but that's a, what cro- no, it's I'm, interesting. I'm only asking because I got really confused. I thought I was being scammed by the shop and I was really trying to figure out how these branded dairy um, these butter alternatives were different from margarines. And the more I looked, the more everything just seemed to be made from oil. And the butter alternatives, a lot of them were made from coconut oil. 
as opposed to the sunflower or, or vegetable oil or whatever the margarines were made from. But apart from that, there seems to be no sort of recipe differences. But yet the 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 plant butter alternatives seem to be in well when we bought them because they weren't on offer more expensive so i was trying to work it out and then you've mm. said that you definitely think that the taste and the consistency of the butter alternatives is different to the margarines i just i'm just wondering how they've done it and then like i said but flavor and also how they work like some of the butters are great for making a cake sorry dairy-free butters are great for making a cake but they make horrible buttercream or they don't taste good on toast but they're perfectly fine in making a for making a cake um so they they all offer different things and i this is what i've said i've done a blog post on this already by the way um but in my blog post i say that it really does come down to personal preference because one person might like the flavor of one whereas the other person might just not like it at all like some people really don't like the flavor of margarine mm. especially if you've come from having butter regular butter and of course all butters can taste different mm-hmm. down to you know that that's just a thing so a lot of this will come down to personal preference but it's true that there are some butter alternatives that are great for making cakes great for buttercream great for pastry I found a lot of them aren't great for making like cookies and biscuits actually. So I'm still looking out for the best one for that. Um, but I presume it all comes down to the ingredients. Like I said, the naturally vegan dairy-free butter is one of the best for me. It tastes like butter when I have it. You can also cook really well with it. They do a block version. They do a non-block version. It's just delicious. Whereas I wouldn't describe some of the others that I've had as delicious. Some of the margarine type ones. Yeah, yeah. Or I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily mean margarine. Cause some of the margarines have been great for baking, but in terms of that, what I was, what I look for first and foremost for my sandwiches and toast is something that is like a good dupe for butter, and has that buttery flavour, because I always had butter over spreads or margarines Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's a lot of this will come down to personal preference i i always see the butter or spread as secondary it's 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 the mortar in between the bricks when you're building your your sandwich the cheese or the ham or the filling is the thing that i'm trying to taste um i've yeah. never been that interested in the uh maybe that's not because you've not had a good old salty butter maybe that's it maybe that's it some people want a margarine that does not taste like butter because they don't like butter like i said my grandma didn't like butter don't know why uh she always bought various margarines didn't matter which it was and then there's other people who they want that butter taste, but maybe they can't have it because of the old allergies or whatever. Yeah. I think the thing I've had to come to terms with is that a lot of these are just the same. It's just that some people have got better recipes than other people and better processes to make it thicker. Yeah. Or it's the, it's the same as comparing supermarket cola to Coca-Cola or something. Roughly, right. 
similar thing, but the final product, one's got a better flavour and, you know, fizzier for longer. Mm. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. But Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, it's like I've just I've just had another look at the one of the floral ones. You look at it and it's so it is down to ingredients for sure. Yeah. Which is why you get better flavours with some and not others. But yeah, that's but, like all products, right? <laughs> yeah. I think I think what threw me off, I thought there was a third category of dairy free butter. And I think that in my head that's just a subcategory of margarines or spreads. I think that's all I've got to say on the matter. Okay, well, should we move on to... Should we discuss a little bit more about baking and cooking now? Talk about baking and cooking. In terms of butter. Yes. Um, so we have touched on it briefly, so I apologise if we cover some of the main thing, the same things. But um, another... So obviously, it's, it's not just your morning toast and sandwiches that you're using butter for. You use butter to fry, fry food. You use butter to make cookies to make cakes to bake to do a whole variety of things like we've said butter is very versatile um, and it all comes down to personal preference in regards to the flavor but also in regards to how the butter behaves does it behave like a traditional butter so one example i've got is that i think i said that i made a cake with a dairy-free butter or butter alternative whatever you want to call it and the sponge came out perfect this was for my mum's birthday in January. I then used that same butter alternative to make the, the buttercream and it was vile to the point that I had to put it in the bin and I had to go and get a bunch of different butter alternatives, quickly test them out in tiny quantities and commit to one and make a buttercream, which was 100 times better than the one that I had made an hour ago or whatever. So that that's kind of um, a little example of how butter the butter alternatives can be good for different things um some butters don't work as well to make cookies um and again the final result is your personal taste and preference i think i think what i'll probably do i'm definitely going to do a blog post on buttercream very soon i'm not going to commit to a specific date because i think it'd be good as a, a blog post a podcast and a video really because it's an important thing um and there are so many different butters that what i really need to do is make little batches of buttercream and taste test them all because they're all going to give different results both in color texture um actually it's just reminding me i used that you know the i mentioned one called pure it yes. was a pure it comes as olive and other options anyway when i've used that to make cakes or buttercream before it, it tastes fine but i've noticed that it separates very quickly so if you're using a hand mixer or a stand mixer to mix it you really have to be careful with how long you're mixing it for because it sort of separates and you can see like in the mixture you can see like i don't know whether it's fat or what but you can see the mixture separating so it's definitely something to sort of consider and think about which which pro which products you're using. So we'll have to do a deep dive on making buttercream very soon. Because I think that'll be interesting and useful. Um, because if I could have gone to a website to see which people thought were best, I wouldn't have had to buy all those different ones to figure it out. No, um, I, I, th I think a lot of taste testing and A and B testing with a lot of these uh, products is is a good idea 
because on the surface a lot a lot of them look very similar yeah and yeah this... and i'm talking throughout the sort of dairy-free um rangers you know the butters the milks the cheeses all of them look similar but i think what it really comes down to is the nuts and bolts of the recipe that the individual companies have created yep that's true and of course there's also the option to not use a butter alternative so if you you've just been told that you need to cut out dairy and you've come home that evening and you were going to make an omelette and use butter to fry your egg you know just switch it out to oil you don't have to immediately go and get your alternatives for everything you can make use of the oils you've got in your cupboard yeah um some of them have different flavors which we've discussed also in this episode already to a great extent (laughs) to a great extent some might say then of course there's things like uh the coconut oil which you can get without any flavor um which is used for a lot of things like making curries and things like that because it doesn't have flavor it doesn't affect the food Whereas when you use olive oil, I think it has got a flavour. You, you can taste it. So, yeah, so use what you've got in the house if you've just been told you've got to go dairy-free. Um, but when you're next in the supermarket, you know, have a look at what's on offer at your local supermarket and give give one of them a go and keep note of what you thought of it and give them. you've got to give them all a try. This is the thing. When you have to go dairy-free... You have to try out the different options. It's the same with milk. It's the same with ice cream, same with butter. There are so many options that you need to try a few and find the one that works best for you. Yeah. Um, when I was doing research for for this episode, I I landed on a blog post about that where someone else was talking about options for, for um, dairy-free butter alternatives, and they were doing some baking and i think instead of the butter they put avocado in the in a cake or Ah. whatever i've heard about that before but with cookies actually i think it could have been cookies that were that that i saw but i thought that was quite quite unusual but they said it not only is it um dairy free but a healthier alternative that's interesting there are yeah that I've, i've heard of that before i have heard of that i've not done it myself um but yeah i think i imagine it acts like a a binder yeah um yeah i've not given it a go but it's it's interesting there are definitely a lot of interesting options that you'll find from like health food blogs or health food people talking about so some people who are dairy free also have to avoid eggs so there are different ways of using eggs as well and you'll come across this so there's things like a flaxseed egg that you make with like water flax seeds or uh, chia seeds or we've just mentioned it before but aquafaba which is the water from inside a chickpea can and you can buy that on its own now i think a brand called ogs do it okay so there are definitely a lot of different options out there which maybe are more like on the healthy side of things i think i try to talk about the dairy-free options that are available if something is healthier, it's a bonus. But when you're first switching to a dairy-free diet, you don't necessarily want to get bogged down in all of that. You, If you want to make a cake, you want to find just your good dairy-free butter alternative that you can use. Maybe later on you'll get into health. You might not. That's a whole category to itself, isn't it? Someone might be bothered about eating healthy and they may choose not to eat dairy 
because they want to be healthier. Um, but we're talking about people who have to cut out dairy. And, yeah, there are plenty of options. And then you can venture down the healthy options as well. It's two a steps. healthy bonus. Isn't it? It's a big enough thing to cut out an entire an entire food group um, without the added pressure of trying to find healthy alternatives. Healthy alternatives. Exactly. I mean, they're good, but, you know, that's that's step number two once you're yeah. sorted and happy. Yeah, one step at a time. What other... Have you got any other uses for dairy? I think we've covered quite a lot in this episode already in terms of baking, in terms of cooking, sandwiches breakfast so lots of ways that butter can be used the only other thing that i think we should think about is that when you're out and about so if you're traveling going to a cafe the likelihood is that non-dairy butters or margarines will be an option these days they usually have that option but of course it's always important to check those labels make sure they align to your allergy and are appropriate but Getting a dairy-free butter out and about is a lot easier now. And if you're not sure or you don't want to take the risk, order your sandwich without butter. Yeah. That's what I do sometimes. I won't get the butter. Obviously, it depends what I'm having. Um, but if I'm having something like a tuna mayo sandwich and I'm not sure or they're not giving me much information about the butter spreads that they're using, you know, if they, they're not inclined to show the packaging because they're busy, I'll just say, can I have it without butter because I've got an allergy? And that makes it a little bit easier for me and I feel reassured. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the, these days, places do have the options. I think so. I think so more with um, dairy-free butter than than anything else because there's already an existing common, in quotation marks, alternative. Maybe I should have mm-hmm. put alternative in quotation marks um, in the form of margarine or, or spread. Yeah, exactly. But let's just do a quick reminder that not all margarine spreads are dairy-free. No. So you do have... Don't just think, oh, it's a margarine, it's going to be dairy-free. No, it could contain buttermilk, lactose, whey. Um, so you have to have to triple-check. Yes. Yes. So I think... Well, I think this one's run a little bit long. I'll try and cut it down a little bit in the edit. But... Um, we usually do an accompanying blog post for every one of these podcasts that you can find on the Dairy Free Daisy blog at dairyfreedaisy.com. But the one for this episode might be a bit short. I think we're still going to do one, aren't we? So we can point people so. to places. Um, but the the real one that you want to have a look at if, if you're having, if you're going dairy free and interested in dairy-free butters and that thing is the intro to dairy-free butter post on the dairy-free daisy blog that's right and also people can find you where else on twitter tiktok instagram facebook pinterest all the socials um and i'd love to i'd love to hear your thoughts on which dairy-free butters you like best um, hopefully this episode has been a good intro to the topic um, and as I said we're going to get into more more in-depth posts on making cakes making buttercream and that sort of thing as well as specific reviews so 
I hope you've enjoyed today's post. To today's blog? No, today's podcast. Yes, podcast. The blog post of the ears. No one said that ever. <laughs> you just did. I did. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.